Okay. Okay, let's begin. Okay, very, very important. Very important as we begin a new day, Baruch Hashem, we begin a new life because our life is right this moment as you are here right now. Your life is happening uh, as we speak. And so if you want a new life, you want to have a new, a new perspective and a new beginning. And that beginning begins now. Um, because there's no better time to start than the present moment, to start changing. As the Sasema says, Shana is Malashin Shinoi, to make changes. The goal, of a new, the goal of a new life, of a new year, is to make changes, and that brings out renewal. A person has renewal when he makes changes. That's how you renew yourself. You make inner changes, you make external changes. So one of the things that we start off with is uh, to understand how to look at people, how to, to understand how to look at another Jew, how to understand how to look at myself, how to understand the importance of the way a person talks, the way a person looks at things. So the, it's brought down in Zohar that there are two heichels. Right? In Shemayim there are two chambers. Number one is the Hechlas Chus, where 71 Sanhedrin look in to find good things for the Jewish people. The second thing is, there's a Hechel Achova, and there the Satan sits and he seeks to talk badly about Klal Yisrael. So, listen to this. This is a little bit scary, but it's, but it's, uh, but it's exciting also. From where does each Hechel draw its power? Where does each chamber draw its power? So the answer, says the Zohar, is when a person always thinks positively and looks for schusim in others, when you are looking to find positive things in other people, then the Heichel HaSchus finds schusim for you. So when you're trying to find good things in other people, so this Heichel will find a schus for you. However, if a person always finds faults in others, then the Satan and the Heichel HaChovah finds fault with him. So especially now during Aser Smei where we are trying to find schusim for ourselves, right? The smartest thing for a person to do would be to try and, and find, find, to find the, the good, the good in, in other people. Okay, question, comments on that, please. Make sense? Good? Clear? Right? That's a reality. Okay, halach in practice. Yeah. Okay, halach in practice. Discussing, we're on page uh, 38, day 10. Discussing someone's bad midos. You're not allowed to reveal that someone did an Avera. Right? You're not allowed to say someone did an Avera. You're also not allowed to discuss someone's bad midos. For example, someone has a bad temper, or he's lazy, or he's stingy. Right? For example, my brother became very lazy since his yeshiva is lenient, and they let everybody do whatever they got to do. So 
You're not allowed to say that. First of all, you're probably saying Lashon Hara on the yeshiva as well. My grandmother was a very nervous mother since she experienced many hardships. Thank you so much. Since, my, since she experienced many hardships in her life. Also, you're not allowed to do Hilchus Lashon Hara Dalit Beis. Revealing that someone lost his temper. You cannot... Oh, well, thank you so much. You are not allowed to reveal that someone lost his temper, even if it is said, by the way. For example, you called your neighbor... Shefa. I like this. Shefa. Thank you. All right, I got a lot to do. I got a, I got a, I got a lot to... It was like the, that was like the Purim spiel, right? Remember that, Yitzhak? Right? Gotta get Shai Alexia up there. Okay, so you're not allowed to reveal... For example, you call your neighbor to ask if your son could be dropped off at his house after school, and he agreed. Later you called to say, I called the school in the morning to make the bus change. Oh, you should have heard how that secretary yelled at me for bothering her. You're not allowed to say that statement about the secretary. Obviously, if someone will know who that secretary is, if Stom, you want to say it could be, that it would be okay, even though you're talking about the secretary of the school. Okay, next. I am so great forgetfully lately. Last Shabbos, I even forgot to cook eggs for the meal after my husband yelled at me. I realized that I better shape up. Poor, poor wife, right? You're not allowed to mention that the husband yelled, even if it was said... By the way, so even if you say by the way, meaning I'm not trying to go ahead and say this thing about the person, but by the way, is also usher. Okay, question, comments? Clear? Yes, you'd see. Um, it depends how you say it. That guy used to be. If you say this guy used to be a real. Depends how you, it depends how you're, what your emphasis is on. Oh, that guy used to be a real well, I'm terrible, terrible guy. If you're trying to bring out how much he's grown, then you say, like, oh, he had a bad temper, but now he's... Okay, right, but you have to make sure that the guy's okay with you saying that he had a bad temper. Right? You have to make, oh, that guy, you, that guy used to, you know... When he would get angry, he'd smash windows. Now he's a big tzaddik. Okay, you got to make sure he doesn't do anything. He doesn't, he doesn't do that anymore. So you're right. You're praising him, but you got to make sure he's not going to be embarrassed by you bringing out what he used to do. He might be embarrassed. You could say he worked on himself general, and then he became a better person, but, but uh, you have to be careful. You have to be careful specifically in, in telling Because, again, the key is, oh, Rabbi Tzvi... Oh, you think you're going to be able to get away with uh, just sitting in the back over there? <laughs> welcome, welcome, everybody. Yes, Yoni. I feel like in the talking to some people, it has a negative Correct. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But you have to, but def, again, the main point of Lashon Hara is that you're, 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 you're embarrassing someone, you're, you're putting someone down. You're putting someone in a negative light, so you're hurting someone's feelings. People look at him a certain way. You know, you have to be careful with all those things. You're right. If you ask somebody, do 
you mind if I tell them, you know, that the, he used to have a terrible temper and it could be inspiring for someone, then you're right, Moshe, it could be, it would be okay. By the example of the nervous grandmother, yeah. so if, if you're telling someone just like, maybe be more sensitive around her because she went through a lot of hardships and she's nervous now, that, that would be um, so what would give me the case that what? Meaning you're saying? Here, Sodi wants, I don't know, throw a party in the apartment under her and she's like, she gets very nervous by a lot of noise because she's like, going through a lot. They say, oh, don't, don't make this so loud because she gets very nervous. Yeah, that's a good question. All right, no, it is a good example. Um... Yeah, I mean, it could be, you wouldn't be able to say that because you're saying that she, I mean, would you want someone to say that about you? You have to always ask, would you be okay if somebody said that about you, that that you always get nervous about things? Could be you. If, if, if someone's very sensitive to it and you could like, you know, maybe cause my obvious nephew thing, could be. Could be you'd be okay with it. Yeah. Right. I hear. It's interesting. We will look into that. I hear. It's a good point. It's also remember we'll we'll talk about this another time. There's also something called age appropriate, meaning if a if a little kid, a little kid is uh, throwing a tantrum, right, and he's uh, you know, or or there's a nervous mother, you know, it could be you could say that if it's appropriate, as long as it's not oh gosh she's crazy nervous she's overly nervous, right. Like, we've, like what we're going to learn. You could say that that guy is shy. He's shy. But when you say he's too shy, he's a quiet person. He's quiet. That you could say. If you say he's too quiet, that's already a little bit dangerous. So it depends how you're, where your emphasis is on. Okay. Yeah. What? You want, you want one of them? Yeah. You can have all of them if you want, yeah. If you're thirsty, yeah, please take one. Yeah. i make sure it's not the one I drank from. Good, enjoy. Okay. That was a good question. I like that in the same. Okay. Yeah, right. You want one else? How much are they? There's like 18 of them. Four of them. You want one? Yeah. Thank you. Anybody else? Can I get one? Want some coffee? Okay. Okay, let's. Uh, so Hashem should help each and every one of us. We should be Zoha, especially during Aser Sme Tshuva, during this time. It's very, very important to try as best as you can to be extra sensitive to uh, every person, to how you look at people, how you look at yourself, and that hopefully it'll be a year, right? We want it to be a year where we're able to to know what to say and know what not to say and how to say it and when to say it because uh, that's very, very important. It's very important to know what to say, when to say it, how to say it. Right? Like I always say in, when it comes to Shalom Bayas and it comes to your relationship right, in, in, with your family, right, the most important thing for a person to do is to remember you could really say anything and you can really communicate anything as long as it's done in the proper way. If you do it um, and in a nice way, and you do it in a bakovedic, in an honorable way, you could, do, you could really 
say a lot of things. It's all how a person says something. So Hashem should help all of us. We should be zocha to only uh, say good things and we should only hear good things. And through that we'll be zocha as we start off with the Chavetz Chaim that, that our schusim, right? A person could go ahead and he could daven and cry, ah, oh, kasvenu, right? Besefer zechuyais, that I want schusim, but then he's judging everybody, looking at everybody negatively, so it's not going to help him. A person go ahead and, and learn to, to see the good, and it's hard, like we say all the time. It's very, very hard for a person to, to find the good in people, to find the good in, in, in others, but you've got to try. That's all we could do is try and try, and the normal thing and the typical thing is that a person doesn't see the good, and he sees a lot of negative. But the key is to try and to try as best as you can to, to, to focus and to see the good. That's, that's the most important, to try and, and uh, not, be, not, be, uh, not give in to your, to your negative thinking. I just want to say something also. It's very important. It's, it's don't, 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 um, don't give up so easily. Don't give up so easily if you're trying to find the good and you have difficulty finding the good so you're just like, oh, I can't do this. You gotta keep on trying, you gotta keep on you know, pushing and pushing as much as you can to see the good in, in a person. Because sometimes it could take time. If the Chedush Arim could say it took him 16 years, one six years, 16 years to try and find the good in another person, to have an ayin toiv, 16 years to try and work on that. So that means, number one, it could take us longer, and number two, he was committed to that. You got to be committed to it, to, to work for it. So Hashem will help all of us and all the Jewish people to to achieve to achieve that. Be'ez Hashem. Okay, um, I really want to. It's actually a great spot that we're up to that I have underlined over here. We we were talking, I think, last time, if I remember correctly, we were into Tahara Samachshava. Right? We were talking about. Um, being able to be um, present, to be able to, to be totally involved in something, and how we live in a generation where, where there's a lot of um, fragmentation, which means we're a person, there's a lot of ADD, and there's a lot of just distractions with everything. A person's very distracted. For a person to have focus, and for a person's mind and his body and his heart to be involved in something is very, very difficult. That's where we left off. And the Ramchal says, How are we going to be metayer our machshava? No, I'm sorry. We are here. Sorry, my man. Shlemus um, Halev. So he says, Right? You're not going ahead and you are not here and not there. Right? What happens is when a person is not here and he's not there, so then he ends up being nowhere. Right? When a person says, this is where I am, this is where my focus is, this is what I'm doing, this is what my, what my, where my mind is, this is where my heart is, this is what I'm doing, so he gets much more fulfillment out of what he's doing. Now this is what the next thing is. This is very, very appropriate for Aser Smei where we're holding now. He says, the next piece is Shmiras Kol HaMitzvos. Shmiras Kol HaMitzvos means that a person is 
watching, and he's careful with all the mitzvahs, 613. Let's just talk about that for a second. Right? Basically, when a person does teshuva, what's he doing teshuva on? What does teshuva mean? So we look at teshuva. You need to find you the place? We're in the Hakdama still. We're at the end. We're at the end of the Hakdama. Right? Basically, what is a person doing tshuva for? What does tshuva mean? So people think that tshuva just means, I got to feel bad. I got to go like this. I got to like cringe up. I got to... Whatever it is, we don't know what tshuva is. It's very hard to understand what tshuva is. What's important is to get the proper perspective on what tshuva is. Tshuva, more or less, means that you have this relationship with Hashem. And your goal is that you want to have a good relationship with Hashem. How do you know how to have a good relationship with somebody? How do you know? You know because you know what they want. And you know what they don't want. You know what they like. You know what they don't like. Something that they like, you'll do. Something that, you don't, that they don't like, you're not going to do. So too with the relationship with Hashem. is the same exact thing. Tshuva means is that you're saying, I'm sorry. You're not just saying, I'm sorry because you feel bad about your life. You feel bad about yourself. You're supposed to do tshuva. I should be doing tshuva. I should be feeling bad. I'm supposed to be feeling a certain way. No, you want to ask yourself, especially when you become 18, 19, 20, a little bit older, you want to ask yourself, what's my relationship with Hashem? Do I do what Hashem asks me to do? Or do I not do what Hashem asks me to do? The mitzvahs are very, very clear etzos. They are taryag mitzvahs. The Zohar calls them taryag itin. They're Tariyag Eitzos. It's an Eitzah how to become close to Hashem. It's an Eitzah how to have a relationship with Hashem. When a person goes ahead and he says, Oh, well, what does it say in the Torah? Why do we have to learn the Torah? Why do I have to know the 613 mitzvahs? Because it's a book. It's a book of language, of explaining to me, how do I have this relationship? Do I, do I run to do this or do I run to do this? Am I acting like this or am I acting like that? And that's how you develop your relationship with Hashem. Question, comments, please. Yes. I saw the How else? Beautiful. How, how else am I supposed to know what you want, Hashem? As the Raghachavah says, when I daven, I'm talking to Hashem. And when I learn Torah, Hashem is talking to me. What is He communicating to me? What is He telling me that He wants from me? Beautiful. So that's Shmiras Kolamitzis. That's what it means that you're aware. And that's really what, what, what Aser Smei Tshuva is. That's what we want. We want our life to be a life, we want our year to be a year where we are developing and strengthening our, our relationship with Hashem. That we have a more clear relationship with Hashem. If you think about it, think about it like this. 
if a person is able to have a close relationship with Hashem, if you're close with Hashem, right, what's a, what's a bashal? Right, if somebody would say, just a very simple muscle, if somebody would say he's close with, uh, you know, he's, he, he knows Jared Kushner, buddies with him. My, uh, my father and his father were in school together and, and we grew up together, so me and Jared Kushner are buddies. Why would somebody get all excited about that? Why would somebody get excited about that? Because you get excited because you have an in with like the president, and therefore what? So if you need something, if you have, need a favor, you need someone to help you, you're very powerful. So when a person realizes that it, when he accesses, again, there's a little bit low lishma, but when a person says, I have the Rabbanu Shalom, I have Hashem, we have a great relationship. You, have to, you want to ask yourself that question. Do you have a good relationship with Hashem? Or better, what is my relationship with Hashem? How do I look at Hashem? How do I look at Hashem? Is he someone who is, who is there for me? Is he someone who's not there for me? Is he someone that I'm involved in the relationship? Am I just like passive in this relationship? What, what is it? What, what do I want from Aserah Sumei Tshuva? What does Tshuva mean in, in my relationship with Hashem? And that's really what all the mitzvahs are about. That's the difference. That's why you can never judge someone. Because when someone, everybody puts on tefillin, everybody's putting on their tzitzis, everybody's with Shabbos, everybody's learning. The question is, what is that relationship, right? You could see a husband and wife, they're both married. Great, they're married. What's their relationship? I don't know. Do they have a good relationship? Do they have a bad relationship? Do they have a strong relationship? You have no idea. So too, that's why you can never judge somebody. Because you never know what their relationship with Hashem is. Question, comments? Yes, oh, Rabbi Tzvi. Yes, for many, many years I've been davening for specific things on Rosh Hashanah, um, if it's money or whatever it is. And this year, I spoke to someone for Rosh Hashanah and he was telling me you're missing the whole point. Because if your mom was Hashem, Unfortunately, what happens is, is that the Yetzirah makes the, 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 he puts this whole religious thing on people. He makes it like, like, oh, you got to do this, and you're going to burn if you don't do this, and you're going to go to Gehenna, and then you're sick and tired of hearing that, and what do I want a relationship with a monster? Why would I want a relationship with someone? Relationship? Who's talking about a relationship? It's like this uncomfortable, weird feeling that I'm nervous and he's going to kill me and I did this thing wrong and I learned that if you do this Avera, you're not going to have this and, you have, and, and, and I got to do this and it, and it becomes this, this like negative like experience which is beautiful. You know why it's so beautiful? Because you know who does that? The Yetzirah does that. All he does, the Yetzirah, is he paints this very black 
and dark picture of what a Jew, a healthy Jew is. He paints a picture of a healthy Jew as someone who's got a, 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 a he's down all the time, he's, his, he's always doing tshuva, he's, doesn't, he's not healthy. But the not aren't true. You still have to do those things being a year. What do you mean? You still have to be doing tshuva and know that you're going to burn if you do things and that. So it's just so like what you need. It's not like it's not true. It's just do you want to look at it as a negative way or not? Right, well, well, okay. There's things you're still going to burn if right. you do something wrong. Right, good, beautiful. So you're going out with a girl. You're going out with a girl. You're dating a girl. Okay, that's up, right? Now you're dating a girl, and you're on the date, and you're trying to develop this relationship with her. Now, if you mess up, right, so, so it's, you're, gonna, you're not going to have this ability to have this relationship with her, right? Right? But the reason and your motivation to do things is not to make sure that you, that you don't mess up. It's because you want to get close to her. I want to live with her. I want to be with her. You like that example? Thank you. <laughs> so you're right. So you're right. It is true that you, she might dump you. It is true that, uh, but that's not what my life is about. My life is getting to know her. My life is spending time with her. I want to have this beautiful life with her. If you sit there and you live in fear all the time, she's going to be like, whoa, this guy's too nervous for me. Yes? Uh, I didn't really got a take from uh, Rebbe on this story that I once did on a bus and uh, two, two people arguing. One was more observant than the other. And they were arguing back and forth and then uh, one wasn't observant, you know, screamed out to the, to the uh, one was more. He said, so the other one screamed back at him, I was like, I, I believe in my heart. I don't have to do anything. I believe already just in my heart. And right. The other one said, then Hashem will also only believe in his heart. He won't do anything for you. Right. The take on what the Rebbe is saying, it's... Uh, Hey, what? That's what I'm saying is when somebody says, I have a relationship with that right, So beautiful. So so beautiful. So so the the uh, I'll bring it to a to a wife as well and, and a relationship with you could say I love you, 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 I love you to your wife all day and all night. I love you, I love you. But if you're not involved in the relationship, then a hundred percent. Correct. So I I, I, I think I think you need both. I just think that I think that that um, our, our challenge more is that if we would realize how beautiful it is and realize how much of it is a relationship, so what I would do would would have different meaning. What I would do, right? We're all here in a orthodox uh, environment, and we're all orthodox Jews. I'm not worried about anybody becoming conservative or reformed and not doing what the Shulchan Aruch says. But our problem is not so much the Shulchan Aruch as it is that why am I doing what am I doing? Why am I putting on tefillin? Not why, meaning what's the reason, else the chinuch, but like what does it do? What is Shabbos? The reason people have trouble with Shabbos is because they don't, they don't look, they just look at it as like a bunch of rules. And, and, and the reason people don't learn Torah is because, oh, I gotta learn, I have to learn. It's not about you have to learn. It's, it's, about, it's about understanding what Judaism is. It's about understanding what Hashem is. You have to do actions and, and do things in order to, be, to, to, to live. So I don't, I don't think it's a contradiction.
Right. As far as the people in the bus, who knows? Who knows any, what anybody is? You know what I mean? You know? Yes, Mayor. Uh, I was thinking one time for uh, attitude of uh, red attitude, right. which is coming soon for a booth near you. Uh, that, um, that it's always kind of like a question of like, oh, I have to do with Hashem, right? Uh, you know, like that. Like kind of like, like, that, like kind of everything, like, like that regular saying, oh, like I should have, but I really right, should Right, right, right. Um, and this and that. So, uh, and then it's like, well, and then, and then when you get older, you start kind of like, uh, you start to like question, right. you know, like, well, why, you know? Right, correct. And, you know, we don't have like that feeling. Correct, so, correct. Uh, so I thought one time uh, as a marshal that um, a, a lot of times when like a donor walks into yeshiva and everybody knows that he's the donor, he's the one who, who donated all these lights and he's the one who paid for the air conditioners and, and the trips. So, you know, everybody starts to like, whisper, and everybody wants to go and shake his hand and to get to know him because they know that he's the person who gave us all, all, all of this. So I was thinking that with an attitude of gratitude, and when we start, when we start to realize and take a look at everything that Hashem gives me, I'm going to naturally develop this attitude of, like, whoa, like, who's this person? I'm, I'm on a desk, you know that guy, sure. speak to him, like that. Beautiful. Uh, your own muscle? What? That's your own muscle? Yeah. Beautiful. Very nice, beautiful. I like what Mayor is saying also because it's it's getting to know someone, getting to know getting to know Hashem, right? What 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 do you know? The way and, and just gonna tell you, I'll I'll give you two ways that you can know Hashem. One one way that you can know Hashem is is when you go out to a beautiful, uh, you go out to the beach and you look at the ocean, you go out on a beautiful hike. And you see the sunset. You go out and you have nature. Like the Rambam says, that's how a person comes to love Hashem. You see the beauty of Hashem outside. You're like, wow, who created all this? You look up, you go on a, on a hike and it's beautiful. That's one way. Another way to know Hashem is like Mayer saying, is you, learn, you learn about Hashem. You learn about Hashem. You learn the Torah, you learn, you learn about what, what life is about, what Judaism is about. That's one of the challenges that we have is that we don't, we don't, we don't know much. We want to, we want to become people who, who learn, right? A person wants to know tshuva. We mentioned tshuva. What is tshuva? What is tshuva? You got to learn about tshuva. They're hilchas tshuva. There are uh, so many different ways to understand what tshuva is. It's so deep. It's so complex. It's not just like, oh, tshuva is that feeling of something. No, you could write, you could write papers and papers about what is tshuva. What is Asteris made tshuva? What is Yom Kippur? What am I supposed to do in Yom Kippur? What's my avod of Yom Kippur? Those are things you learn about. Yes, Moshe. If you have one word to describe tshuva besides for tshuva, Yeah, that's a very good word. Yes. So that that's your definition of tshuva, which is there is a truth to that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they say that's why atachonin ladam das is right before the brach of tshuva, because you need to have you need to have understanding. That's why they say Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of 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 uh, made tshuva, because you get the das that there's a God in the world, there's someone who runs the world. Someone who's running my world, someone who runs the world, you need that das 
in order to say, Hu The key is not that I, what I did wrong. It's the fact that I did it against you, Hashem. Okay, everybody. Hashem will help each and every one of us. The first step of tshuva, they say, in Yesoda tshuva, as we say every day, and this is why we say it every day, because the first step of tshuva, and I want to clarify, because I spoke to Yitzi, we spoke about this a little bit. We talk about smashing your rear view mirrors and, 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 and being able to move forward. Shari tshuva says that's the first step of tshuva. The first step of a person's tshuva is to look forward and to get excited about your day, get excited about your life, get excited about where you're going. Don't let the heaviness of your past, don't let the heaviness of your past hold you back from living today because that's what holds us back from living today. What holds you back from living today is thinking about last night, thinking about last week, Think about, right, I had a conversation with somebody. All he was talking to me about the whole time of the conversation, more or less, in yeshiva. One of the guys in yeshiva, a great guy, but he was going through a little, little struggle. All he was talking about was quarantine, quarantine. And I didn't say this to him. I'm like, quarantine was like over two weeks ago. Why are you still, why is your head still in quarantine? So the Yetzirah keeps us, keeps us in the past. He wants to keep us like, like oh, last year, uh, two years ago. Uh, a month ago. What about, we got to get our clock here, Mitzvah Shem. What about the fact that it's 11, 5 to 11. How am I going to live today? You want to do tshuva? You want to do tshuva? Figure out how am I living today? How am I going to live these next few hours? How am I going to finish first Seder till lunchtime? How am I living the next hour or two? Because that's life. That's what life is about. So that's the beginning of tshuva. Tshuva is Oh, 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 so that's what I'm saying. The beginning of tshuva, Yehuda. That's a big... Uh, the beginning of tshuva, Shari tshuva says, Yesoda tshuva, is to move forward. First you got to move forward. First you got to move forward and live your life. Then you'll start dealing with your past. That's a different conversation. But first you got to smash. For example, I'll give an example. You could keep your, your, your mirrors. You could keep them a little bit. Right, but as Yoshua Benelli says, when you're driving a fast, fast on a motorcycle and you're you're making moves, right? You close in your your rear view mirrors because you got. I'm going focused. Doesn't mean that when you change a lane here and there, you're going to look in the past. You're changing lanes. But our problem more is not our looking in the past. We don't have a problem with that. Our problem is getting hungry for the future, getting hungry for today, saying I want to make today awesome. That's that's the greatest thing you could do for your past. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. And and not only that, Yehuda, ready for this? Because Yehuda is someone who who you who you've done tshuva. You have done this. Once you start living a new way, then you really do tshuva because you look at your past and you're like, what a loser I was. The more you the more you are successful the more you're able to see how unsuccessful you are. Correct. Correct. 
Right, correct. You have to say, okay, it was what it was. Listen. But once you move forward, you're able more to have clarity on what you've done. So Hashem will help us. Shkoch Yehuda. Shkoch Yehuda. Hashem will help each and every one of us. We'll be Zoha to live today as a new day, a fresh day, because this is the first day of the rest of our life. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Yeah, please, yeah.